the podcast critics have spoken. Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon. Uh, he did win an award in 2011. Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. The Horror Movie Podcast is listener-funded by fans like you at Patreon.com. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash The Horrible Movie Podcast. You're listening to the Studio DNA Network, studiodna.media. Welcome in to the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, my name is Jack. Thanks for uh, coming back by. Uh, grab a seat here in the theater. Uh, we've uh, got some great candies at the uh, concession stand. Uh, my beautiful wife, Amanda, is here with us. We're actually, this is a very special episode. We're on the road. Uh, and I wanted to ask uh, Amanda, before we get down here to the beach, where we're headed on vacay, uh, favorite concession stand candy? Go. I like. This is gonna make me really sound like a fatty. Okay. So. You said it, not me. I love to have popcorn. Got it. But also M and M's. Like I don't want to put the M and M's in the popcorn, but I would like to eat some popcorn and then eat a few M M&M, and M's. I can't speak. I'm driving. Does you're that count? Great. No, you're doing great. Great. Okay. Um. Anyway, I like that combo. Because it's like salty and sweet. Excellent work. Uh, my son Miller is also along. Um, Miller, you are how old? I am eight years old, and you know that. Okay. Well, I, the audience doesn't know that. Tell the audience your favorite movie candy. Go. Uh, it has to be five, four. Popcorn. Popcorn. Okay, that's not a candy, but that'll work. If you think about it later, let me know, okay? You should have said You're, treat. You should have asked. What's your favorite, favorite treat? treat? At the movies. Uh, popcorn. Popcorn. Okay, all right. That, there we go. Favorite treat. Um, at, at any rate, today we're here talking about National Treasure. If you missed uh, the actor spotlight for Nicolas Cage, feel free to go back and listen to uh, Nick Cage. Uh, man great stuff um a really good career a lot of movies he's been in uh this movie national treasure came out in 2004 and to some it is a national treasure um to me i enjoy this movie amanda do you enjoy this movie i do i love national treasure uh so does siri so does siri um but now nick cage is acting what do you say Eh. in this movie meh um again national treasure uh, has done a lot of uh, good business. There's two movies in the franchise, and we're talking about the 2004 
Nick Cage uh, edition National the Treasure. Original. The original. And remember, uh, you're going to hear a little bit of road noise. We're on the highway uh, going to a camp that is actually on the beach. So it's exciting. An exciting time. You're probably going to hear Siri give me directions. Yeah, we're getting some directions from Siri. So d don't mind that. Uh, you're in the car with us here. All right. All right. Enough. We don't want to give the artificial intelligence too much props, Miller, uh, for they may take over someday as this oh motorcycle passes us and then he weave, he's weaving in that truck. Let's see if this other guy does the same thing. I'm, I'm letting him get, I'm you know he will. Yeah, he's scared. This one's like, uh, I'm not as brave. All right. Anyway, back to this. National Treasure is time. Time for some deets. The details of the movie. National Treasure. Uh, directed by... John Turtletob, no lie, John Turtletob, uh, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, of course, uh, screenplay uh, by Jim Kauf and the Wibberleys, Cormac and Marianne Wibberly, uh, starring Nick Cage, John Voigt, Harvey Keitel, Diane Kruger, Sean Bean, that, you know, he's in Game of Thrones for one season. Uh, now, don't go losing your head over that. I know that he's in one season of Game of Thrones. Now, walk walk Justin Bartha as the sidekick and Sir Christopher Plummer. Is he a sir? He's in uh, Sound of Music, though, right? Christopher Plummer? Yeah. And also the brother from Hannah Montana. What was his name? I forget his name. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana's brother. Um, very good. A release date of November 19th, 2004. A running time of 131 minutes. And a budget of $100 million and a box office of a box office of $347 million. A lot of money. Uh, Disney production. Uh, Miller, do you like Disney? Uh, yes. Yes. A lot? Because only Walt Disney's from Missouri. He is from Missouri, from Marceline, Missouri. Uh, an episode ago, we talked about him on our Actor Spotlight, actually, uh, when we were talking about the uh, Yellowstone Cubs. With Phil Lewis. It's a fun episode. You should check it out, folks. Uh, well, very good. Um, have you ever wanted to, uh, and that'll end our time for some deets, have you ever really wanted to steal the Declaration of Independence, Amanda? No. Uh, there's no reason for us to steal it, correct? Correct. Yeah, there's no reason for us to take it. And uh, just so you all know, uh, that would be a bad choice. Don't ever steal the Declaration of Independence. Or steal in general. Yeah, stealing in general is bad for biz. We don't we don't do that. Uh, well, let's do a real quick thirty second synopsis. I'm going to do it. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Thirty second synopsis. My me. My pressure just went down. <laughs> what about me? Uh, I'll do it. All right. Me. Thirty second synopsis. Ready Watch. and go. All right. Benjamin Gates. Benjamin Franklin Gates is Nicholas Cage. He is a explorer slash treasure hunter. He finds a bunch of clues. Uh, one of the clues is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. He has to steal it. He runs into his new lady love. He's chased by Sean Bean all over uh, the Northeast. And then uh, he then it ends up being able to uh, find this treasure, the Knights Templar treasure, buried in this uh, landmark in uh, Philadelphia. And they get the treasure, and Harvey Cattell doesn't arrest him. Pretty good. 35 seconds. Well, they went to New York, but they went to other places too. Thanks. Yeah, but Spoiler alert. Wait. That's the whole th whole thing of this uh, segment. And let's talk about um, let's talk about this movie, uh, National Treasure. 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 National Treasure. We're at Rosemary Beach, guys. 
Um, so National Treasure. Um, do you remember the first time you saw this movie, Amanda? Um, vaguely. You vaguely remember it? I vaguely remember it. I know this person in front of me is having a hard time driving. They're really struggling. Um, so the first time we saw this, uh, I saw this movie, uh, was in the theater. Uh, it was actually at the Campbell 16 in, um, Springfield, Missouri, which is now an Alamo draft house. But at the time, it was at the Campbell 16 there in Springfield. Uh, I feel like uh, it was well-received. I enjoyed it. Nick Cage's acting is just very Nick Cage. He has his own style. It's uh, kind of uh, Keanu Reeves meets uh, Point Break meets an Elvis impersonator at times. And then... Like um, a guy that wears too much chaps, like not the not the leggings chaps, but like chaps cologne. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but he seems rich at times too. I feel like he's like kind of you know he has some wealth. Like an old money air about he him. Car- yeah. He carries himself that way. Anyway, so uh, this movie, Treasure Hunting. This feeds this movie feeds into the vein of uh, Indiana Jones, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I uh, love. Uh, the plot line of the movie from a standpoint of it is a uh, it's a fresh take on that, more palatable for some than Indiana Jones and more America based which people maybe in America might like more than you know Indiana going uh, you know maybe to the desert or going to South America or wherever you end up going you know but um, using history, did you ever? Were you ever in school where uh, someone played this movie for the kids? Is um, a in a history lesson? There are. I have used clips of it before, um, just like as like a like a hook to get them hooked into learning about like whatever we were talking about. What's cool about the movie is there is a lot of history that's involved, but it. You know, it's neat because of the whole treasure hunt situation. And then there's, like, history embedded in why they believe there's treasure because it goes back to families and Paul Revere and all that. Well, and I'll tell you right now, the uh, cool thing um, about the movie in general is the Knights Templar uh, storyline. Is that that real or is that treasure real? You've heard these stories over time about the Knights Templar. The Illuminati. Yeah, they went to the Illuminati stuff is in there. This conspiracy stuff, which if you've ever, you know, if you've listened to this show very much, you know I have a penchant and I really do enjoy. um, You like a little conspiracy. I do like it. It's fun. It's it's like, uh, you know, is there Bigfoot? Uh, Are there UFOs? Uh, Is there really a Knights Templar? Are there really Illuminati? Uh, Who knows? I'm not tin you know wear my tinfoil hat or anything but it's enjoyable it's a fun uh fictional sometimes uh conversation to have uh treasure hunting piques everyone's interest it does it's exciting yes. and it's that wonder of is it real yes or it keeps you yeah going, exactly is it real yeah yeah um i will say this uh so nick cage uh starts out in i somewhere is it north in alaska is it it's icy. Antarctica? Where was it at? Icy. I didn't Somewhere get it. Icy. I didn't say it. They find a ship buried in the ice, uh, which is another clue, which is another clue, and 
that that clue um, definitely uh, leads them to more clues. John Voight, his dad, tells us later in the movie there's always going to be more clues and more clues, and there's never going to be stopping these clues. And um, that plays into the down part of the movie where they don't. Nick Cage isn't sure if he's ever going to find um, the treasure. This leads him, he parts ways with Sean Bean's character. Sean Bean tries to actually kill him in the beginning of the movie. That's crazy. Just get rid of him. Get rid of him. And then uh, they end up back in Washington. Uh, this leads him and his partner uh, to uh, find uh, that there is actually a treasure, a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence, leading to the meme, we must steal the Declaration of Independence, which is awesome. So they take the Declaration of Independence with the help of a museum uh, curator, basically, and um, she unknowingly helps them, uh, and then she ends up getting kidnapped by Sean Bean's character because they th he thinks that she has the map still. Nick Cage did a really fun thing. He was in the uh, gift shop at this uh, museum, at, at the place where the Declaration is held, and... Um, the, uh, in the museum, he hid the real Declaration of Independence in one mile, turn right. Uh, he, held, he had the real Declaration of Independence, and he hid it with a bunch of fake Declaration of Independence, but he ended up having to pay for two, paying $35 for the real Declaration of Independence. What a great deal. Great deal. Really? It was a steal. He was a steal. <laughs> anyway, so good stuff. Um, they end up going back. Um, they, they have to find, they have to get the help from his father, John Voigt. John Voigt, uh, teaches him how to, he has to use heat to get the invisible cipher off of the back of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, with that said, we will be right back, uh, very shortly. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world, and now... You can hear Richard on his own podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week. You're going to get political intrigue, subterfuge, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternative energy, Bigfoot, and much, much more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Conspiracy Unlimited, following the truth wherever it leads. Listen and subscribe at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Well, welcome back. Um, you're listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Uh, my name is Jack, and uh, we uh, arrive, have arrived at our destination on our vacation. Uh, and I'm going to finish up this episode on my own. Uh, and we're going to do that. Uh, by the way, this week we're talking about, uh, one, we're talking about Nicolas Cage. Two, we're really talking about National Treasure, uh, the uh, first National Treasure movie, um, uh, just entitled National Treasure. But we're gonna do, we're gonna wrap up this episode uh, and this final segment with a new segment I like to call the Trophy Case. That's right. Uh, welcome on into the uh, trophy room here, and we're going to talk about some of the actors in this movie, National Treasure, and some of the awards they have won. Uh, National Treasure, what a treasure. 
uh, and it's filled with great actors. Let's start with the leading guy. The uh, title role, or the title title role, the leading man in the movie is Nicolas Cage, and you'd think uh, some of the goofy movies he has uh, acted in, um, he, he wouldn't be someone who's won big-time awards. Let's start out, though, with, with the Jokey Joke Awards, uh, the Golden Raspberries he's won. Uh, he, he was nominated for Wicker Man for uh, Worst Actor and Worst Screen Couple. Uh, he was also nominated for... Uh, <laughs> in 2008, he was nominated for Ghost Rider. He was also nominated uh, for National Treasure Book of Secrets for Worst Actor, and also in the movie Next in 2008. A big 2008 for him. Uh, in 2012, he was uh, nominated for a Golden Razzie Drive Angry, Season of the Witch, which we've covered on this podcast before, and Trespass. 2013, uh, he was nominated for Worst Actor in Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, and the, also the movie Seeking Justice. Uh, in 2015, he was nominated for Worst Actor in Left Behind, which we've also covered on this podcast, which I'm surprised he didn't win for that one. And also then in 2017, Worst Supporting Actor uh, in the uh, movie Snowden. Uh, but as far as big time awards, he major awards. He has won in for uh, he's won a Academy Award for Best Actor in Leaving Las Vegas in 1996. That kind of blew my mind when I saw that. Uh, and then 2003 adaptation, he uh, was nominated for Best Actor. He won a uh, he was nominated for a BAFTA for Leaving uh, Las Vegas Best Actor uh, in an adaptation. And then he won. He won a Golden Globe in 1996 for Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, and then Screen Actors Guild, a SAG Award, he won for Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, he's had some good stuff. Nominated for an American Comedy Award for Raising Arizona. Uh, and then Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, which I guess are defunct now. He won for The Rock. He won for Con Air and Face Off. He won, this is his favorite actor, uh, City of Angels, Snake Eyes, and Family Man. Blockbuster Video loved Nick Cage, I bet he was sad to see Blockbuster go. Some of the other guys that were in this movie, uh, I wanted to talk about. John Voight uh, has won a ton of awards um, dating back into the 60s. Uh, won a BAFTA in 1969 for Midnight Cowboy. Won a bunch of other awards, too. Won an Academy, uh, was nominated for Academy Award for Best Actor for Midnight Cowboy. Uh, and then um, several others. He was nominated... Um, for Best Actor in Deliverance in 1972. Um, Golden Globe won a Golden Globe for Best Actor for Coming Home. And the list goes on. Just tons and tons of movies. Uh, nominated in 2013 uh, for a bunch of things for Ray Donovan, the, the Showtime series. Uh, and uh, then he won uh, Best Supporting Actor in that, in that series as well. Uh, a lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff there. That's John Voight. Uh, let's segue to Sean Bean. Uh, Sean Bean uh, wa- won a SAG Award for uh, Most Outstanding Performance by a Cast. Uh, in, in that movie, he was part of that cast. Uh, and then um, he's won several others. Uh, International uh, Emmy Award for Best Performance. Uh, he was nominated for his first season uh, in uh, Game of Thrones as well uh, for leading actor. Uh, that's Sean Bean. And then uh, finish off with Christopher Plummer, who we all uh, know well as the uh, father, Von Trapp, Daddy Van Trapp from uh, The Sound of Music. But 
he uh, has won a uh, let's see. He won an Academy Award in the Beginners in 2012 for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, he's won a ton of other awards as well, and uh, nominated for a Grammy Award in 1986 for the uh, musical The Nutcracker. Pretty impressive. He's a Grammy Award winner or nominated person, a Grammy nominator. There you go. So that let's close the uh, trophy case right now. Uh, it's our new segment on the show. Let's talk. Let's finish up talking about um, our friend uh, <laughs> Ben Franklin Gates. He's been on this journey. Uh, he uh, and his friend Riley uh, are treasure hunters, basically, and they're trying to find the knight, the Freemasons, uh, or the Knights Templars' treasure, uh, protected by the Freemasons throughout history. Uh, basically then taken on by the Founding Fathers of America uh, and uh, hidden somewhere. Uh, he follows all kinds of clues throughout the uh, movie, uh, le- leads him um, all over the place. Uh, he he uh, ends up in the Trinity Church, uh, and uh, this Trinity Church is uh, a place that he uh, is in New York City. Uh, it is located basically uh, it's on Wall Street uh, and Broadway in New York. They have to dig into one of the crypts inside the church, uh, and they go below the streets of New York. Uh, they have there's a, there's a pulley system uh, below, and uh, basically they are then uh, they use this winch and pulley system to go down. Ian is the bad guy played by Sean Bean. And uh, Sean is trying his darndest uh, to get to the treasure. And uh, that is an impossible task because uh, Benjamin Gates' father, played by John Voigt, this is Patrick Henry Gates, lies to him and tells him that Paul Revere, there's this clue in the bottom of the crypt here that's telling him there's a single lantern and that's pointing to Paul Revere. Uh, pointing uh, Ian to the Old North Church in Boston. Uh, and then that, that makes Ian leave the treasure. He doesn't know the treasure's there yet. Uh, leave the uh, underneath the Trinity Church and go to Boston. Uh, meanwhile, the Gates boys and uh, Riley, uh, his friend uh, Riley Poole, and uh, Dr. Abigail Chase, played by Dan- Diane Kruger, uh, who is a good actress in this movie. I enjoyed... Uh, her acting, uh, she is from Germany and does a pretty good job of uh, masking that German accent. Uh, trying, uh, She talks about being a German-American uh, in the movie, but she does have some German accent accents. You know, she is uh, married. Well, rewind. Uh, had multiple, uh, had a couple... Uh, love interests, very famous love interests. Uh, Joshua Jackson, uh, who played Pacey in Dawson's Creek. He was also in the TV show Fringe, which I really liked, which is a J.J. Abrams show. And now she's in a current relationship with Norman Reedus, uh, who plays Daryl on the hit television show The Walking Dead. So she's had quite a uh, quite a love life, folks. <laughs> Not sure what that's all about. Uh, maybe we should start a new segment. Uh Famous spouses. I don't know. Even though they're not really married. Anyway, 
Uh, they are digging and they've they worked their way through. They used the Charlotte uh, pipe they found in the in the bottom of the ship. Uh, and the, it is the actual key that lets them into the uh, into where the actual treasure room is. It opens up. They light these uh, lanterns. The lanterns light all this uh, fuel, basically, that goes down uh, and lights up the entire room. And then they see all this ancient treasure from Egypt, from uh who know, they they talk about having books from the uh, library the library of Alexandria, so I mean uh, library at Alexandria excuse me in the ancient world, uh, so they have found this un this priceless treasure, they make it to the top uh, and then there's a back entrance a back staircase up the back way, and they push your way into the back of the Trinity Church, uh, the police. End up coming there. Harvey Keitel's character, uh, who's a uh, agent, special agent, and uh, a Freemason, also by the way, and they um, basically then he negotiates with him. Hey, look, Ian uh, Sean Bean's character is in Boston, trying to uh, steal uh, the treasure. Steal. He's basically wanted for murder at this point because there have been people that have been in and kidnapping and bad stuff, all kinds of bad stuff. So, um, that gets them off. Uh, you find out that they got a percentage, like 1% of the treasure or whatever, uh, which is pretty good. That's their finder's fee, a 10% finder's fee. Now, he turned down a 10% finder's fee, um, but got, got a 1%. Uh, that's still a lot of money, though, because this treasure is basically priceless. Uh, Riley drives away in a Ferrari. He can't, he can't drive a stick shift, so he's the uh, comedy for the movie, he's the Screech Powers. Uh, he is the Urkel for the movie, uh, and so basically, uh, the then him and Ab Abigail, Ben and Abigail, uh, have uh, apparently bought a house, and they're in love, and they have they're trying to find a new treasure, and uh, lead their way to a sequel, right? Because there is one. Book of Secrets. Let's talk quickly about National Treasure on um, Rotten Tomatoes. It's a 45% on the tomometer. 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 Anyway. Uh, and an audience score of 76%. Not a lot of great reviews for this movie. Uh, very low, uh, especially when it came out. Uh, people talking about it not being that great. I thoroughly enjoy watching this movie. Uh, I've been in some classrooms before where people have shown this movie uh, and not saying it's historically accurate, but it is about historical facts uh, and it's got some great info in it. Uh, definitely uh, fairly kid-friendly. I mean, I, I, watched, I let my 8-year-old watch it and there wasn't anything that was so uh, uh, subversive that I needed to cover his eyes or make him go in the other room while it happened. Uh, but overall, um, horrible based on, man, sometimes Nicolas Cage guys in roles will get this. Oh man. He just gets, he gets in that way. Like it's almost like this, I don't know, Bill and Ted, like, I don't know, Bill and Ted's meets, I, I don't know, like some, classy guy that owns a yacht. I, I'm not sure exactly how to explain Nicolas Cage and what makes him uh, so kind of duh at times, but 
then he'll do things like Raising Arizona, or he'll do things like um, the other movies he's won awards for, and and he's just a next level guy. You want to talk about some relationships? He was been married. Uh, Nicholas Cage has been married to Patricia Arquette, married to Lisa Marie Presley, uh, who was also married to Michael Jackson, Alice Kim, uh, Erica Koike, Koik, and uh, anyway, lots of fun. Uh, can't beat, cannot beat a lot of this. You know, he is the cousin to uh, Jason Schwartzman. Didn't know that about him. Who's been in all kinds of stuff. All kinds of uh, Wes Anderson films. Jason Schwartzman. He was also the bassist or the lead singer of the band Phantom Planet. Uh, that's kind of fun. Anywho, Jason Schwartzman. Gotta love it. He's the drummer, formerly the drummer of Phantom Planet. Bet you didn't know that, Phantom Planet. Did they sing that California song that was the theme? Yeah, they sang California that's the theme for the TV show The O.C., uh, which if you want to Google that one, pretty good song, actually. It's, it's a pretty good song, and a really good TV theme song. Anyway, that's Nicholas Cage's cousin, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, well, very good. Um... That is it. Uh, next episode, uh, when we come on again, uh, we will have a drawing. I will do the drawing. Uh, hopefully, producer Phil and I do the drawing for um, our May Amazon gift card winner. Very exciting. If you did a review on Amazon in May... All right, rewind. Stop. Forget that. If you did a review on, on Apple Podcasts in May for our show or wherever else you did it and you sent it to me that will that puts you in the drawing for the May Amazon gift card we will also do another June Amazon gift card but we're going to draw for that May Amazon gift card uh, of the people that got in during May it's very exciting uh, hope you got your stuff in if not go ahead and get in for the June one uh, can't wait uh, love giving back uh, and we've had some great uh, contributors to our show that have been willing to give and that is awesome. Uh, if you listen to us on the radio, let us know what station you're listening from. Email me, jack at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. I would love to hear from you where you're listening to us at. Uh, the radio audience, I love you. Uh, and I, I just think it's so much fun to be on the radio. And I know that uh, it is a uh, treat. Treat for me. So let me know where you're at. Jack at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. I'd love to hear about you. Or you can follow us on Twitter at One Horrible Movie. Search us on Facebook. Uh, and just remember, I mean, I also go to thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. That will redirect you to basically studiodna.media, uh, which is our uh, flagship, our podcast network. Uh, and that's about it. Thanks, folks. Uh, as summer winds back up here and I get back into the flow of things, uh, episodes will be a little bit more, uh, I don't know, regular maybe. Uh, our travel has messed with some things. Uh, producer Phil and I's schedules have kind of messed with some things, but we're going to get back in the swing of it, folks. Uh, and before you know it, uh, we're going to be closing in on episode number 200. Can't wait. Unbelievable. So we'll see you all soon. Uh, thanks for everything. And remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. And just because Nick Cage looks like he owns a yacht and smells like, uh, I don't know, chaps, cologne, uh, doesn't mean he is a good actor. But he's got some awards. So, 
that's something to be said, right? See you soon. Bye-bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorribmoviepodcast.com.